Greetings Minecrafters and welcome to another Minecraft discussion today. My name is Kimberly Quinn and I am super excited to be here with all of you today and my inspiration is is coming from uh, Richard Carlson. I've been on a Richard Carlson jag lately. I tend to, you know, I listen to lots of people. I read voraciously. Um, but today I really want to talk about what's, you know, what's what's really important, you know, and asking ourselves that actually doing a check-in, you know, like kind of like you brush your teeth in the morning, because I know, you know, we've in, in, in the U.S. of A., and I love my country, uh, we, are, we are a fast-paced, also media-saturated society. So, you know, basically we're flying around like gerbils on crack, right? And it's very easy, I think, excuse me, to get caught up in the momentum of our daily routines and, and, and just life. And so Richard Carlson starts out by saying, it's easy to get lost and overwhelmed in the chaos, responsibilities, and goals of life. Once overwhelmed, it's tempting to forget about and postpone that which is most near and dear to your heart. I've found that it's helpful to keep asking myself, what's really important? You know, I know for me, this is in the morning. And as I think you know, I, uh, if any of you watch my video, Minecraft video podcast, I'm out in the woods with little Giovanni most of the time. Like, I mean, six days a week, unless it's horizontally raining. And then our routine in the winter, it's not, it's not that different. It's just I'm on snowshoes instead of in hiking boots. Uh, but I do a lot of this thing. So I have my whole, my whole prayer thing that I do, my whole gratitude journal thing that's before that. That's first, actually. Of course, prayer is a form of gratitude, too. And if you don't need to call it that, I have a prayer life. You can call it gratitude. I don't know, or just a morning routine. It's just so important. But, you know, in that, there's sort of this inherent what's really important thing. Because at the after I have a definite routine with it, at the end, I do this thing like, how can I be of service on this day? And that's not meant to be religious. So, you know, you can make that whatever you want to make that. It's just good people doing good things in the world. That might be this, as small as loaning somebody a pencil or holding a door open or who knows. I don't really plan it. I just ask. And typically every day, something kind of just shows up that uh, is a way that I can be helpful in some way. And then I also do an intention. I think that kind of rolls into what's really important too. And we've talked about that. One I often use is I intend to bring success to everything I do today. I intend to bring success to everything I do today. Um, Or I tend to be relaxed today, or I intend to have fun today, whatever. And to me, that kind of reflects what's really important in part, not the whole, not entirely, but kind of that intention is like an, I definitely, and I verbalize it. I say it out loud in the woods. Very rarely do we see people up there. Even if we did, I wouldn't care. I'm kind of just holding my arms out and happy. And then we walk up the, into the deep woods, up the hills and check out the bear prints and everything like that. Um, but when our intentions, when we set an intention in the morning, that's a pretty clear indicator of what's important to us in that day. And then to take it a step further, you know, Richard Carlson does part of his morning routine, which I think this is really cool. And I'm going to, you know, incorporate it into what I do, um, probably towards the end there with the intention part. And my whole routine doesn't take 10 minutes. I don't think, I mean, it's not kind of natural walking I'm doing because what, even if I'm not walking because it's horizontal rain, I'd still do the whole rest of it, the gratitude journal and the intention and all that stuff. But to actually ask what's important to me today and the one day at a time thing, like it's 12 step programs talks about one day at a time, not what's important to me forever. That's huge. It feels like Mount Everest. Just what is important to me on this day? 
I've got this meeting, that meeting, this meeting. What about giving my spouse or partner a quick call? What about giving one of my young adult children a call? What about um, writing a nice note in my children's lunches, maybe with a, a tasty treat in there, you know? Mom loves you today. I love you every day, but I'm letting you know in a special way today. Um, put a sticker in there, you know, a sticker and a, I don't know, nice treat, you know, thinking about you today, sweetheart. And to do that with your, maybe with your partner, you know, or just to think about, because I, I know that, um, and I'm definitely uh, guilty of it. I think we probably all are because the people we tend to take the most for granted are the ones closest to us, right? Because we just have this you know, inherent belief that they're always going to be there. They're always going to forgive us. They're always going to just be understanding. And when we're hungry, angry, sick, tired, you know, whatever, they're just always going to be there. And that's probably true. They're always going to be there, but that certainly is not a reason to take them for granted. Again, I've definitely fallen into the trap. I think anybody does is in a, who's in a family, you're into, you know, you're in long-term relationships and that's not, you know, just the partner, it's kids. If you have them, it's, your long-term friendships, it's your grandparents, it's your your own parents, it's, you know, your best friends, it's all of that. And it's so easy to take the people closest to us for granted. And so I think that's why it's really important, you know, kind of like we've talked about self-care before, to schedule it like a dentist appointment, maybe, or at the very least, have a consciously made mental list or even write it down. You know, a lot of people, I'm still old school with writing stuff in my little planner, but some people just put it in their phone and, hey, whatever works. You know, I'm going to I'm going to text my grandfather today. You know, I'm going to just say, I'm going to send a funny meme to my friend in California I haven't seen in three years. You know, just to hang on to that and also to slow it down, not to get eaten up by meetings. And another thing you can do is if you're in that uh, professional place where everybody's looking at everybody's Google calendars and all that, you can block out a little bit, maybe at lunchtime or maybe in the morning, even 15 minutes and just write busy so you don't get meeting bombed and catch your breath and maybe read something inspirational. But anyway, he continues, he says, as part of my, Richard Carlson continues, as part of my early morning routine, I take a few seconds to ask myself this question. Reminding myself of what's really important helps me keep my priorities straight. It reminds me that despite my multitude of responsibilities, I have a choice of what is most important in my life and where I put my greatest amount of energy, being available for my wife and children, writing, practicing my inner work, and so forth. So that is all we're saying. Regardless of what is most important in your life, you might also, in addition to the people in your life, you, you might also have like a pickup basketball game that really lifts you up you know you get joy out of that seeing these people you look forward to it it's healthy get your blood pumping you know that's something to really prioritize and not just you know make passive decisions oh I worked late today and I'm gonna barely make it I'll only make it by a minute I'll have to throw everything on and be in hurry you know yeah just throw everything on and hurry and do it you know, because that's just so important. Or the flip side of that would be if you're really and truly exhausted, maybe it is a night to go home and sit by your fireplace or, or watch a movie. But it depends how you're, how you're feeling it. The point is not to make passive decisions because one way or other, we're making decisions. We are actively engaged in our life or we are passively engaged in our life. And certainly in the end, in the end end, when we all go to our great reward, as my grandmother would say, you know, it's not going to have on the tombstone, if there is one, my plan for my ashes to be flying around at St. Mike's, but on the tombstone, oh, they didn't miss a day at work. Oh, they stayed that extra hour late. Oh, 
they got that last project in a time. Oh, the, you know, she answered every single one of her emails by eight o'clock at night. Who cares? It's all about the relationships, really. And I'm not saying being reckless, reckless in your work life or with finances or anything like that. But when it comes down to it, and we know this, well, we, in reality, but also it's research supported, that our relationships are the number one, absolutely the number one. So it's just important, I think, to try to, there's only so much time in the day. And I've also talked about doing a not-to-do list in previous episodes. So maybe this is a good way, because okay. t- typically there's at least one thing all of us, myself included, there's one thing. It might be answering two emails or those reply alls that drive us all a little crazy. Um, there's one thing, and even if it saves you two life minutes, those are two valuable life minutes. And I know at a fabulous 57, I'm going to want those two life minutes back when I'm, you know, 97 or 107 or whatever. Think of what you can do with two minutes. You could email somebody and send a, send a nice something, or better yet, call them. In, in two minutes, you can at least touch base with somebody. If it's five minutes, you can have a decent touch base. If it's 15 or 20 minutes, you can really get it going on. So that's what we're talking about here, priorities. So then uh, Richard Carlson, again, author of Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, says, despite the appearance of being overly simplistic, I found this strategy to be immensely helpful in keeping me on track. When I take a few moments to remind myself of what's really important, I find that I'm more present moment oriented. Thank you. That's mindfulness in less of a hurry. Also, thank you. That's mindfulness. And that being, and that being right loses its appeal. Oh, I love that one. I've done a bunch of those where, you know, be kind versus being right. Like who cares? I mean, there are those exceptions on occasion, but really just let it go. Take the high road. Don't let that Shen Pa get you. Just, you know, that urge to err and just be right. And get back in somebody's face, just let it go. It's much more quickly to diminish that way. And then he says, uh, Richard Carlson says, conversely, when I forget to remind myself of what's really important, I find that I quickly lose sight of my priorities and once again, lose my own, oh, sorry, get lost in my own busyness, my own busyness. This is what we're talking about. We can get lost in our own busyness. In this this mind crafters is is the biggest thief of life minutes because what he's talking about is being getting lost in busyness is what I've talked about as being being stuck in autopilot. There is nothing worse than this really than being stuck in autopilot because that means life is going by. So if you're not engaged in your life, you're not living your life, missing out on your life. And so getting lost in the, the all these think about how much it doesn't matter. The emails and the political crap and all that stuff is just such noise the people in your life that matter and i'm not saying that you know to to maintain that paycheck and good stature there are some boxes to check obviously but again in each and every day there is certainly something that can go and if all else fails call in well you know sorry folks just feeling too good can't come in and gonna enjoy my life minutes today and spend them like they're cash check in with me tomorrow okay and then he says um Oh, and this is after getting lost in his own busyness. He said, I'll rush out the door, work late, lose my patience, skip my exercise, and do other things that are in conflict with the goals of my life. Wow. And you know, I've been in this good, in addition to the walking and the woods and the, all that I do and skiing and stuff, um, I've also recently, we got an, an exercise bike. We made a little makeshift, makeshift, emphasis on makeshift gym, out of because one of the, you know, the kids have left all except for one. And so um, I was, you know, I have been getting in really good habit with this. And I'll admit that I had that happen to me. 
on a couple of occasions. And I'm going strong now because I became aware of it. I was like, okay, I'll go for my walk first because the routine is, and it's not very long. It, it, I listen to like a podcast or maybe 10 or 12 minutes, short ones, or I'll do half or whatever. But, and I do that first, then the walk. And the couple of days when I said, oh, I'll walk first and then do the exercise second, I came back in, throw things on my computer and never got on that bike. And so I can really kind of relate to this. So now I do not do that if I can help it, which is the majority of the time. It's got to stay kind of the way it is. Otherwise, I get lost in emailville. And then um, he says, if you regularly take if you regularly take a minute to check in with yourself to ask yourself what is really important to me. So and he does that. I'm talking about today. Again, if we talk about forever, that's a big conversation, and on that worthy of having, of course. But that to me seems like Mount Everest. What do I? What is most important to me on this day? Is that lunch with an acquaintance? I don't really care about that important. Is that lunch with it with one of my friends at work who I haven't seen in three months way more important? Yeah, swap them out subtly or put them back to back or something. Make it work. I mean, obviously, don't be rude to somebody. I'm not saying that. But just prioritize, you know, and put that person bumper up in the queue is all I'm saying. Okay, uh, what's really important? You may find that some of the choices you are making are in conflict with your own stated goals. Or I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge Fan, I mean, it's, I obviously like to have goals, but you know, I've talked about how that pulls us out of the moment. So I'm thinking more in conflict with your, with your values and, and with, for me, what, like the whole thing I just explained about the bike, like that's not important, as important as sitting with my husband. He gets out of the door early in the morning. And sometimes we have this overlap of an unexpected 20 minutes. And I've learned even when I'm starting my day, like everybody else and answering things from the day before, blah, blah, blah. if we have 20 minutes together, or let's just say it's 10, cause that's more likely that 10 minutes isn't going to make or break anything. I can see, I can put, shut my computer down for 10 minutes before he leaves and I leave right behind him and, and just share that 10 minutes, you know, and put him first. And I, I can, if he were sitting right next to me, which he is not, he would, he would be nodding his head about all the times that we haven't done that. You know, we've learned to do that. But we've been caught up in it, and then it feels in that moment like, oh, i got to answer this, got to answer that. And then you never know when it's your last, you know, life minutes together. I mean, you really, really don't. And so we've gotten good about that. We still fall off the wagon, definitely. But 10 minutes, like, who cares, right? So we've gotten good at that. And what else did I want to say here? No, no, no. Uh, this strategy can help you align your actions with your goals. Love that because, you know, I love I love the alignment word there and encourage you to make more conscious loving decisions. Remember, again, there's conscious living and unconscious living. We can choose to be actively engaged and make our own choices. or We can sit on the back burner and let them all happen for us. Much better to be actively, actively engaged and ask, ask yourself, ask yourself each and every day what is important. And what can I add to my not-to-do list? Awesome. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off from the beautiful northern Vermont. Have a mindful day.